0: In this week's podcast, I'm going to talk about the energy markets during the current pandemic. One of the less noted changes caused by coronavirus has been the temporary halt of our weekly podcast, so I'm happy to be back. Nowadays, I'm alone at global headquarters in New Jersey. Remote working isn't hard for an asset management firm. Most of us work from home at times anyway, and Zoom is a great new toy for many of us. That visual connection seems to make the solitude somehow less harsh. In the world outside, I'm cycling more because there are fewer cars. It's more enjoyable and everyone seems more courteous nowadays anyway. Fortunately, we are all healthy. I do know a couple of people who have gotten sick with coronavirus, but happily both have recovered. But I know many more economic victims who have been laid off, lost jobs, diminished savings are affecting everyone. We'll get back to something resembling our old lives eventually, but how long will it take for stores to stop limiting their numbers of shoppers? When restaurants reopen, they'll probably have to create bigger spaces between tables, so reservations will be hard to get. Some regard the resumption of professional sports as unimportant, but many of us, probably mostly men, desperately miss this ritual because it sets the rhythm of our weekends and evenings. Although there's lots of positive talk of a resumption within a couple of months, getting 75,000 fans into a stadium must be the very last step of what will almost certainly be a gradual relaxation of social distancing. It's going to feel as if it's taking far too long. And what will it take for people to feel safe, getting on a cruise again? Not only are you packed in with some potentially sick people, but if there's an outbreak on board, you may not be allowed off the ship. It seems the big crowds will only resume when enough people feel that they are protected, presumably with a vaccine, from being infected by others who don't even know they're sick. And that still looks like at least a year away. I suspect that travel will take a very long time to return to its pre-pandemic levels. Many businesses will find that they can operate without everyone commuting to work every day. Maybe offices will stagger the days when people must show up. Zoom meetings are pretty good so it's not quite so important to meet in person. We often attend a company's Analyst Day via a webinar. Why get on a plane for a two-day trip when you can get the same information online in three or four hours? The slow relaxation of the constraints on our lives mean plenty of time to get used to replacing travel with technology. When we finally come out of this, we may find that the transportation sector's consumption of oil peaked last year. Among our investments, we've long favoured natural gas pipelines over crude oil. Demand's much more stable, as we're seeing now. Estimates of the drop in crude oil demand are as high as 30%, far bigger than anything we've seen before. And oil's a global market, so the impact is felt by energy businesses everywhere, including in America. Just a few months ago, pipeline capacity from the Permian in West Texas was struggling to match growing production. But now that oil output is going to fall in the months ahead, there's going to be excess capacity on some crude pipelines. But natural gas demand in America is resilient. The most recent weekly figures from the government show us consuming 87 billion cubic feet a day. That's up 5% from the same week last year. People are still using electricity. Power plants are burning a little more and liquefied natural gas exports are up. But even if our gas exports were flat compared with a year ago, because 85 to 90 percent of the natural gas we produce is used here in America, it wouldn't make much difference. Because natural gas isn't used in transportation, the shutdown in travel isn't having much of an impact. It means companies that are in the natural gas business, like Williams with the ticker WMB, have been sold down too far. It looks like a pretty good investment with a yield of over 9.5%. We feel pretty comfortable owning it here in our client portfolios. We're using more natural gas in our house because we're cooking more. The coronavirus has created enormous disruption because of the health risk it represents. But there are also many trivial impacts. One is that we can't get our hair cut, so it just gets longer. I think this is a bigger problem for men than for women Because at least for me, more hair just makes me look untidy. And i found that the women in my life, my wife and my two daughters, have complete self-confidence in their ability to give me a stylish haircut, even though they have no prior experience. I can see that it won't be long before the pressure is too great, and I'm persuaded to succumb to be a haircutting experiment. So it may be a while yet before I can do another video. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon